Welcome to the Ocket London Podcast. This is a new podcast dedicated to exploring magic, mysticism, and the Kabbalah, as well as other topics. If you like the podcast, please write a review and rate it on iTunes as it will really help us to get this message out there. Also, be sure to visit our website at occultlondon.co.uk where you can subscribe to the show. If anyone has any questions for me, then I'd love to hear from them. So please reach out via Facebook or on email as I'd love to answer any questions. You can find my Facebook on the show notes or alternatively email me at occultlondonpodcast at gmail.com. In today's episode, we will be continuing our series on magical rites and discussing the Kabbalistic Cross which I've mentioned a few times in previous episodes. And due to popular demand, I've decided to do a quick episode on this just to talk a bit more about the kind of meaning and symbolism of this uh, simple exercise. The Kabbalistic Cross is an exercise that normally one learns quite early on. Um, Sometimes it's one of the first things you actually learn. And the exercise forms part of the beginning of the LBRP ritual and essentially has the purpose of aligning the magician with the heavens above, the earth below, as well as the four directions. The Kabbalistic cross itself is a ritual visualisation exercise that balances the energy of the magician and really seals a a kind of shell of light around the body uh, within the aura. It also places the person doing it under the protection of divine forces and strengthens the magician's aura over time. So it's often something that you do regularly on a daily basis to just strengthen that, um, you know, maintain that energetic field around oneself. The exercise is usually used before and after ritual work and is also useful for kind of bringing energies from the experience into the aura or the energetic field of the magician. So it's very much this kind of almost, let's take what we've just done and I'm going to manifest that within myself so bringing down that uh, thing from the macrocosm to the microcosm uniting the two aspects the hieros gamos the exercise is also something that really um, does this does this thing essentially in terms of sphering the subjective um, sealing the subjective sphere of sensation of the aura So it kind of helps us to align and focus ourselves with the higher self. In the Western mystery tradition, um, it's got different levels and gradients. However, like all of them, the design of it is to really bring about a change in consciousness in the magician itself. So the Kabbalistic cross, like the Lesser Arbeon Ritual, the Pentagram, like the Middle Pillar, like the Hexagram Rituals, all of these things are tools or technologies which have effects on the consciousness of the magician and act as almost like training wheels for the magician. But once mastered, they will become redundant. So consciousness itself is the magician. And we as magicians use tools in order to make changes in our consciousness at will. Um, but we are not reliant on these rituals or these tools to do that these are literally should be seen as training wheels to bring about changes in realizations and consciousness in ourselves the actual um technique itself um uses the symbolism of equal armed cross so a cross of light which can be seen as really a kind of a map or a a geographical fixed point of a horizontal viewpoint divided into four quarters and the four cardinal directions 
and also the vertical. So it symbolises this magician being placed in the centre of the moment, really, and also connects us to the divine through the use of gestures, which is similar to the Christian cross, as well as certain magical words which are vibrated. Um, David Rankin writes quite nicely about this, um, and I quote, When performing the Kabbalistic cross, you are essentially affirming your place at the centre of your own universe in a state of balance. You are standing in a state of grace, balanced and ready to give full rein to your spirit in its quest for growth and wisdom. The Kabbalistic cross can be performed by itself as a simple balancing exercise whenever you feel the need to calm and balance yourself. So we are, as David David Rankin says, we're really affirming our place at the centre of this universe in a state of balance. In the ritual itself, we visualise a cross of brilliant light um, glowing brightly within the body. And this cross symbolises, obviously, the spiritual orientation, our higher self, and also the intersection um, between our being and the different parts of our beings, the directions, the vertical, the horizontal. So we're kind of aligning ourselves with the both with the inner being and also the outer being. The vertical line is visualised as a sphere of brilliant light uh, above the head, so Keta, moving down through the body and entering another sphere of light at the feet, and this symbolising the kind of source of all being, the, the, the creator, so bringing that down. Like the magician tarot card, he's got one arm raised, with the wand and he's bringing that channeling that light down straight through and that is very much the work of the magician from that point of view we're manifesting light from Keter right the way down to Malkut this is something Simon Jester wrote on his um, really really excellent blog visualizing this line of power running vertically through your body is a ritualistic expression of the truth that you are a bridge between the upper and lower worlds a conduit through which the higher spiritual energies manifest here in the material world. Through performing the ritual of the Kabbalistic cross, you form a conscious connection with these higher spiritual energies. So the horizontal line of action runs from the right shoulder, which represents Geburah, Severity, and, and obviously to the left shoulder, um, Kesed and Mercy. And this line really represents the truth that... Um, you know, we're, we're conscious beings with the ability to rule our kingdom effectively. So we're balancing those two forces of severity and mercy. So it's divine, created down to Malkut. And then we have these choices that we make, really. We sit in, tif- in Tiferet in harmony. But there's also these choices of terms of balancing that force with severity and mercy. Um, and you know that goes very much with the kind of concept of the divine king who must rule effectively like the divine king we must rule our kingdom effectively and fairly our inner kingdom and our outer kingdom because our inner kingdom is the same as our outer kingdom from a kabbalistic point of view as we've seen um, it establishes a cross of white light within the aura of the practitioner and you know the gestures are similar to the christian um cross and the words that are used are also taken from the last few phrases of the lord's prayer um so the the actual technique itself and obviously you need to look this up yourself um but the, you touch the forehead and you say artar which means thou art and this is really representing the higher genius 
the hand is brought down to touch the breast and you say Malkut, the kingdom and that's representing the body, the dual expression of this higher form so we've got highest form body so force and form etc and then touching the left shoulder Vegadula which is the glory and Vegabura and the power And so the two, um, yes, it's really about this uniting these two two forms um, from that point of view in the centre. And then it ends with um, clasping the fingers on the breast, which is Leal Alam, um, Amen, forever, Amen. And the, the final resting of the hands over the heart represents Tiferet. So that's really the seat of our higher self, Holy Guardian Angel, etc. Um, but it also represents this we're choosing to sit within that place of harmony. So this is very much a kind of like an expression of our own choice. We are making a choice to balance and harmonize ourselves within that place. We're using our willpower as magicians to balance and find our place within that sacred space of Tiferet, which is the seat of harmony and the seat of our higher self as well. And, um, yeah, I mean, obviously, these, you know, when we do this exercise as well, um, <clears throat> we are kind of activating these particular sephiroth within our aura as well. So, obviously, you have Keta, where we start, which is Air, the Crown, Metatron, you've got Malkut, the Earth, the Foundation, Sandalfon, you've got Gebura, which is Fire, and Kamael. And then Kesed, which is water, and Zadkiel. So this is very much um, about balancing those aspects, those four corners of the tree of life within ourselves. One of the things that's brought, that often people come up and ask, and you hear um, you know quite a lot of discussion about, is is why when you perform the ritual, the right shoulder is touched before the left, which is obviously the opposite of the Christian. Um, cross and the reason this is is because we're really training the tree of life within our aura so you visualize yourself with your back to the tree as if it were you, one with your spine so the right shoulder is Gebura and the left is Kesed Gedula if you perform this daily um, it does you know you'll feel a lot calmer a lot happier um, it's a really good way of centering oneself as I said, it forms part of all the the you know various different rituals, LBR, PLBRH, um, etc. Um, but you can also use it in daily life. So if you need, you know, if you just had a massive row with someone at work and you need to try and chill out, just go, you know, go back, go to the toilets or something, and uh, you know, do a cabalistic cross. Or, you know, if it if you're in having road rage on a in your car, um, you know, try doing try doing exercises like this because it will really centre you and take you away from the kind of petty nastiness of uh, the human mentality which can sometimes emerge its ugly head and you're making a conscious decision with your willpower to center yourself within the harmony and beauty of Tiferet. So that's all we've got time for today. Thanks very much for joining us this week on the Occult Podcast. I hope you've enjoyed it. If anyone has any questions for me then please reach out via Facebook or on email 
as I'd love to answer your questions. My email is occultlondonpodcast at gmail.com. Really want to try and develop this further, um, and I might potentially even do some events at some point in London if there's any guys in London that are interested uh, in getting together, having a beer somewhere. Um, if yes, yeah, so if you can read, leave a review, that'd be really, really appreciated so the more people can find it. Um, also, visit the website occultlondon.co.uk where you can subscribe to the show. Hope you'll enjoy it. Thanks very much. See you soon, guys. Bye.